Level 77. I'm here with David and Lewis. Yo, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, and we're back. Uh, you guys, what do you guys want to? You guys want to start up on the U.S. Open Cup? Okay, let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, sure. That sounds that <laughs> sounds like a more reasonable thing to start off on. Well, do you guys want to do it like in a timeline, like how you have it we, in your notes? We, sh- we really should. Yeah. Okay, so let's just do it that way. All right. U.S. Open Cup action against Sacramento Republic. Uh, the Galaxy. Uh, come out with a 2-0 victory um shouldn't really be any, much of a surprise we were uh on the track and field so we weren't playing actually in the main stub hub stadium uh so we had to win this game right guys i mean it yeah. wasn't official you know quite a, a home game so um that the galaxy <laughs> took care of business uh like i said 2-0 they, they move on to the quarterfinals um i don't really have much to say about this game I'm it was not. such a long time ago now that I don't even remember it. Were both goals made in the second half? Maybe. So. Yeah, see. <laughs> well, I think, the, it, I think it was. The, the, oh. important, the important note there is that the Galaxy move on in the U.S. Open Cup, a tournament they should be caring about, even though Lewis does not care about it, and, and neither did Bruce <laughs> Arena. But the Galaxy should be caring about it because this is a trophy. This gets us into... The uh the the Concacaf Champions League, it should be a relatively easy tournament. Uh, this is the first time I believe that Sacramento Republic has lost on the track and field stadium, so that's important because they've always been a thorn in our side, whether it's for Galaxy or Galaxy Two. So yay, there you know we got that going for us. Uh, <laughs> so we move on to the quarterfinals where we will face against the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, that'll be on Monday, July 10th. I believe we got to go up north for that game. I yeah, think this is a road game. Yeah, okay. So that is a road game. Um, I'm not sure what type of uh, lineup that uh, we will feature. Uh, I'm not sure, if, well, if our are players we are have... even available. If we're, if we're even going to have enough players to dress up for this game where we're just, you know what, we're just going to forfeit. Are we going to have more than 11 players? <laughs> I, think I, I, I think I heard that if you just show up that night on the bus... You can you can write along. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be more productive than Giassi. Oh man! Uh, speaking of so Giassi, speaking of Giassi, <laughs> let's switch it up a little bit to uh, the USA's friendly versus Ghana. USA gets a two-one win against Ghana. Uh, Dom Dwyer opens up his USMNT scoring account on his debut. Yeah, uh, uh, Kellen Acosta gets a goal. Uh, ends up being a, a game winner. Uh, Asamoah Gian scores a golazo for Ghana. But, guys, for the most part, in what I thought was going to be a very lackluster USA roster, they dominated Ghana. I, I, I thought that they were very, very good, especially through the midfield. And Ghana didn't really threaten all that much. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm not really sure how to take this game. I know it's a friendly... Uh, it's not really going to mean much. One team is preparing for the Gold Cup. I think the other one is trying to get their footing back um, for their uh, World Cup qualification campaign. Uh, Ghana's not doing so well. Uh, it's still very early. I think they've only played two games. But like the United States, they put themselves in a hole. And uh, I think Egypt is currently on top of that group right now. And so I, I think that uh, Ghana has gotten uh, a new coach. And so I think he's also trying to, um, you know, either try out new players or just trying to see what what works going forward. 
Um, so it's definitely not the same Ghana team that you you know have seen in uh, the the previous World Cups. Um, I find it kind of interesting that Ghana you know came and played the top two in uh, in Concacaf and lost both those games. Um, uh, it's definitely not the, the same Ghana team that you, you or that we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, not as physical, um, not as um, dominant, I guess. Um, but uh, it, it looks like um, they're going through some tough times and uh, the, the U.S. was able to take advantage of it in this friendly and uh, get their confidence up before they uh, start uh, Gold Cup play in about a week or so. Right. Yeah. No, I, I like I like what I like that about the game is, you know, the 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 new lineup, the, the 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 mixing things up and trying everybody out. And I was kind of I was kind of surprised that we weren't really crumbling uh, with that. So that was very positive. I don't think we were doing we did we did that great. But yeah, we did dominate the most the majority of the game, like David said. Um, but we'll see again. It's just another game where we put we put pieces out there and we see how it looks doesn't mean that's how it's going to be. It doesn't mean that's who we're, who we're going to see. But, um, yeah, just it looked promising to see new players out there and playing really well. For a B and C squad, uh, they seem to look pretty in sync, or at least more mm-hmm. in sync than, than uh, you would have expected. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So. Uh, yeah, especially seeing, like Bobby said, so many new faces, uh, something that we really gave Klinsman a hard time about uh you know, not only that, but bringing in brand new dual internationals like Tom Dwyer and um, Kenny Saif, who uh, who also made his debut. Um, I thought Tom Dwyer took his goal, and, and and it was very nice. It was a very very good finish. Uh, I mentioned on Twitter that I can't remember. A, a U.S. men's national team forward make that clinical of a finish with that high skill level uh, and that clean in in as long as I can remember, probably uh, since Landon Donovan. I find it interesting that Bruce Arena has actually uh, not necessarily called in some new players. Um, I, I know he's very uh, uh, his lineups are very or his rosters are very MLS friendly. Um, you know, n- not where uh, Klinsman. Um, you know, what was more into the uh, the, the European based player, but um, I find it interesting that he was able to no, this was to, very to nationalize, for yeah, to, to nationalize Dom Dwyer <laughs> and Saif, and actually, I don't want to say find a, a new player because everyone knew who they were, but um, to, to have uh, the, these new guys just kind of come in and um, compete for a spot on uh, the World Cup roster, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. I didn't think that he would, uh, you know, do something like that, uh, considering that, he, you know, he already has, uh, for the most part, you would think that the, the roster was already set, up just depending on what his strategy is, you you know, you call certain players from the pool and not necessarily bring in new players to that pool. Well, I, I, I very much think that he's auditioning spots 18 through 23 right now. Um, there's There's no doubt in my mind that that's where he's going. Um, as with every other uh, World Cup roster, uh, whether it's the United States or not, there's always going to be a surprise or two in every roster. So you know maybe Dom Dwyer does sneak in for someone that you know you would have thought would have uh, gotten the call up otherwise. Clint <laughs> excuse me, I <laughs> joked. Um, yeah, I think it would be interesting. Uh, a guy like Dwyer, he's he makes himself a pest. Uh, and that's that's just something the U.S. needs very badly, mm-hmm. I think. 
Uh, he makes himself. Uh, he makes people chase him. He chases the ball down. He he just runs and runs and runs. So that's yeah, that's always just, good. He's just a constant threat. Yep. Yep. Uh, Giassi Zardes gets some minutes in this game. Uh, he came in and pretty much did the same thing that he does for the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I think he had one or two moments where he was inv- involved in a play. But other than that, he seemed to be very lost. So there's nothing new that's yeah. going on with Giassi Zardes right now. He continues to be the same Giassi Zardes we've seen uh so far this season on the Galaxy. Yep. And, and again... The, if, we're, if we're saying game a game, then yeah, that's exactly the same. Uh, again, the, the hope is that Arena can pull something out of him for uh, so during the Gold Cup. And, and he returns to the Galaxy confident and able to play the game. Well, let's not hold our breath there. <laughs> Well, then let's get back to the Galaxy, then, let's go where right we back. don't have them at the moment. Yeah, all right. Let's go back to the Galaxy game. We had a game last uh, Saturday. As of this recording, was yesterday. We're recording on Sunday today. Um, we go up north, Stanford Stadium, um, playing against our uh, rival, San Jose, and we go down 2-1 to one, uh, in a very heartbreaking, frustrating way, 93rd minute, 94th minute, the worst way. The worst yeah. way that to, to lose against San Jose. The worst way. Well, I mean, th- th- it, there's losing is always well, bad. Well, you could we could go to the championships and stuff. It, but I mean, it's just the, it just it's 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 rubbing salt in the wound. That's bullshit. In the championships, it was in overtime. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but I'm again, saying, it's, I know, it seems but I mean, to be the only way we lose to San Jose is in extra time. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it really is horrible. I don't think we played the greatest of games. Um, we also didn't have the greatest of lineups either. Well, we didn't have a complete 18. We, we only dressed 16 no. players. 16 players available for this game. This is beyond ridiculous now. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, I, I don't Again, care. Get on the bus. I don't care who you are, <laughs> what front, front office you know, decisions you make. You cannot prepare for this amount of players not no. being able to dress. Yeah. I mean, 12, I, I, 12 guys, 12 guys that were missing either due to injury, international call-ups. Susp- I don't think anybody was suspended for this game. No, I don't think so. But either. we had injuries and, and, and national team call-ups. Gio's still gone with Mexico. Uh, he played uh, this morning, I think, uh, mm-hmm. against, yeah, they uh, this yeah, against Portugal. Was he on the field? I didn't he see did him. Not, well, he did not play. He was with yeah, the team. Yeah, but he was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Uh, and uh, and Giassi is with the Gold Cup uh, roster for the United States. So we're we're down. I mean, you know, we're, we just besides that, we were missing a lot of guys through injury. But um, we had Alessandrini not playing this game. He didn't dress. Um, what was Ashley it? Cole. Ashley Cole mm-hmm. did not uh, start or play in this game. Also, I'm, did not I dress. Still, I, th- I think he needs to rest his legs, so I'm cool with that. This guy's been he's 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 been working his ass off. Both as well, of just them, like yeah. Both of them have been workhorses <laughs> and putting in a lot of minutes. But I think that uh, uh, was it. Alessandrini had some. Uh, what was the issue? Well, he's he's got that groin, groin issue, um, and I think they wanted to rest him a little bit for. Um, to try and get help him rehab that because we obviously don't want to lose him for a very long time, and maybe he was getting to that point as Bobby always says, where they they're stretching him a little bit too much, 
and this was a good opportunity to give him a arrest. And that's where I'm starting to feel with Cole. That's why I'm like, just let him I, chill out. I, I was under the impression <laughs> that that was the reason that Cole was not going to be in this game because uh, he's uh, put in a lot of work this season and um, that uh, Anolfo wanted to give him a rest. And, uh, yeah, a, a shorthanded team's just becomes even more shorthanded. And mm-hmm. you're looking at the lineup that you fielded in this in this game. And, and I know I've said this several times this season, but, you know, you're looking at a, a full-on B squad uh, at, at this point with Van Damme probably the only guy in there who is uh, a, yeah. a regular starter. And you're still able to, I mean, you're at the finish line before you just kind of fall right in front of it and, and uh, San Jose just go, you know, crosses it uh, as you fall, and it, it's just a, a, a very heartbreaking way to uh, to lose that game. I would have been okay with the draw, um, not just because oh, yeah. of you know I, I had that in balls of beers, but <laughs> but because it's just you know w- when you look at that depleted lineup and you're able to get a point, you know I know a lot of people are, are going to shit on this team that we should be winning every single game. We should never be uh, allowing a goal to be scored, and we should Come be on, scoring five goals every game. You got to see what's yeah, happening. Yeah, you got to see what's happening. And I, I just really cannot. I, th- I mean, I think we played pretty well in that game with who we had, and our young guns were really performing, and they're going out there, and they're really showing their, their, their heart and passion and their commitment to this team. I mean, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, it was just an unfortunate end. Um, Oh hell yeah, it was unfortunate. I mean, there was. Uh, I mean, there's a couple talking points. One being that the the penalty that was the obvious penalty that was not called not called in the 83rd, 84th minute, uh, where uh, Bernardes just pretty much just threw the ball out he, of bounds. He swatted it down. Yeah, he swatted down the ball, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was not called. And I'm probably gonna fault the line judge for this because he was right in front of it. Nothing is obstructing his view, and it's pretty obvious what happened. The fact that he didn't call it, the the fact that he didn't signal anything to the, you know, the the, the center ref is just um, very very upsetting. Uh, Van Dam gets a yellow for that for dissent, and who's gonna blame him? Who's gonna blame that he's gonna be that heated that an obvious handball in the box was not called? I mean, it's just I, I cannot fault the guy for. For just losing his shit. Uh, you know, at a certain point, he, look, this has happened to Van Damme before. This isn't the first time no, that that's the thing. He's that's, been bit. He's been bit it's, by. This has become repetitive now by by MLS refs, and <laughs> he needs to keep his head and make sure that he is not putting himself or his team and the team in a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a in a bad situation because he's he's losing his his shit, um, and he can't be in games. Right, so that that ends up coming up coming to to bite us a little bit or to bite him, because uh, after the whistle, he again goes after the ref to to start jawing on him about missing that call, and he earns himself a second yellow and a and a, and a red card. So that means he'll be out for the RSL game uh, on a team that's already depleted. You just. Unfortunately, as as uh, one of our Twitter followers, Jose, uh, says, it, that was one of those moments where, I see us el football. I think that for me personally, uh, obviously I understand that you don't want, especially your captain, to lose his head and put his team in, in an either 
even further hole than the team is already, uh, you know, fi- find them finds themselves in. Um, but I really can't blame Van Dam here. I mean, the, the guy is passionate. The guy is fiery. The guy is vocal. He's our leader. We're playing against a rival. We have a chance to go up, and the ref just takes this away from us. Or, well, not takes it away, but just doesn't give us opportunity to uh, um, what an opportunity that was rightfully ours. Uh, uh, and, and, gonna... I, and I can't blame the guy for just getting on the rest case. Like, dude, didn't you see this? He gets a yellow card and it's like, okay, fine. It, okay. It's, it's a new what? rule that that's implemented. It has been him before, but he had a case in both, both those times, a legitimate case yes. in both those times. Yes. But whenever, when, except for that one time last week, whenever has the ref, Get, made a decision and then changed mm-hmm. his mind because a player has gone after him and complained yeah. to the point where the ref went, hey, player who was done wrong by this play, you're right. <laughs> or yelling at me in my face, sure, I'll change my mind because of you. I do think that there is a psychological <laughs> advantage to doing so. I, we hear it in other sports as well where you know if the coach is constantly jawing at the ref and obviously it's going to annoy the ref, but it's going to be in the back of his head. So one way or the other, probably on a subconscious level, they probably but, could get a makeup call. They probably could even things out. But after know. the whistle? No, yeah, no, I no. Guess, I mean, this, I'm not saying I mean, that he's going to get I, the thing to... I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bobby. I guess... I guess I, no, I'm sorry. I guess, I guess my, my thing and David's thing is the second one. The one where he goes right after the ref, after the game, and earns himself a second yellow, a second yellow earning an, a red. I think that's where we're just like, dude, that's too much. Like, you should know better. Yeah, You're the captain of the team. You should know better not to go out there and, and, and do that with that much anger. Because I, I know he was off camera, but as soon as they, they put him right back on, he was like, he was, he looked like he was still in the middle of the game. Well, the game had just, freaking crazy. the game had just ended. <laughs> they literally lost 30 seconds before that happened. Yeah, he's going to be pretty, pretty heated. We, we had a chance to win this game two to one, and instead we lost two to one. And yeah, his emotions are going to get the better of him. Yeah, but you need to know better. You do you need, need to know, know better, better I, especially especially since you've already <clears throat> been ejected over this already from a game before. Yep. Like, come on. Like, you can't be. You, you, if we're going to continue doing this, then you're going to miss what a third of the game and, left. And all of what? it. And all of it on a night when Yellow Van Dam gets his first LA yes, Galaxy goal. That's what I wanted to come up with too. Yes. This should have been a shiny moment. Like. This should have been the game. Like, ah, God damn it. This, yeah, even and and I think if uh, result God the result damn it. being sta- the same, uh, had Van Dam not earned himself uh, two yellow cards, I think we would have been talking a little bit more about Yellow's goal because it was a good goal. It was a good goal. It was goal. an awesome goal. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. It, well, it was kind of scrappy, but I was gonna say it wasn't one of those things where just like, oh, look what I found no, poking on the alone. box. He, I mean, it was an it was a nice goal. Um, yeah. Didn't score with his head. It was a it, it, no. it was a volley. I know it was. Um, it's unfortunate. That's kind of what we want, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, he uh, unfortunately he does get a goal um, in a losing effort, um, and then uh, really get, gets a red card bad, after the a really bad day. after the whistle is blown. <laughs> He's going to miss the next game, the 4th of July game against RSL. So our back line is even more depleted. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in that sense, I do agree that, you know, after the whistle's blown, he probably shouldn't know better. But, you know, he's 
he's an emotional guy. He's a fiery guy. He, like yeah, I said, yeah, but he's he, also a professional. He's a professional, so but there's, there's a point. You know, point. There, there there is a. I, I guess MLS is trying to stamp this out, and yeah, he should know better. But you need to get on the refs' case, like, dude, you you fucked up, and I'm gonna let you know you fucked up. Yeah, but there's you just a different way. You could, you could but go, there you are could different go up ways to him about and speak it. Yeah, to him and talk to him. Like like there's other people. There's you know I've seen I've seen him. Uh, handle certain situ- the kind of situations, not the same situations, but high high stress situations. Very chill, like putting his hands behind his back, being very respectful. I've seen him do that. Yep. That's what he needed to do, and he just did not do it. He lost his shit on you know the day, on a good day if, that turned into a horrible if, day. If Michael <laughs> if Michael Bradley doesn't get ejected by Coleman Colby in the 2010 World Cup against uh, Slovenia, there's no way that Van Dam should be getting ejected. <laughs> Of, from this game, I mean seriously. Yeah, but you know, all right, whatever. Well. It, it is, it is what it is. Um, well, what's done is yeah, done. What's done is done. Uh, on a night that you know should have probably um, at least gotten a point out of this. Uh, it, you know, it, it's just it, it's it's upsetting. It it really is. But you know, we have to we have to move on from this. We can't harp on this. Um, I know it's easy to, um, I know it's easy to just kind of blame everybody and anything when stuff like this happens. And, uh, you know, it's been happening a, a good amount of the season where every fan is just, is just frustrated. They're, they've just had it, you know? And so, um, I, I'm not sure if, uh, you know, most people have hit their breaking point already. Um, I'm kind of forgiving when it comes to this game because of the, uh, you know, the, the lineup that was featured, I, I just can't expect too much uh, with, you know, you can't even dress 18 players. It's just, for me, yeah. I, I can just, all right, you know what, whatever. Let's just just move on. Um, but losing... So you have to have losing to artists, the right expectations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, again, uh, you're, you hope for the best. Um, this season is just... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. There's just too much going on. Oh, this is a yeah, no, this is a nutso. Th- this season, is nuts. So sure. even if you got, you know, some, you know, uh, an uh, all-star roster from you know one through eighteen, when twelve of them are down, you're you're gonna struggle. You're gonna yeah. lose games. You're this, gonna, you know, you're gonna have to dig deep, and that's what this team has been doing since day one. Yeah. And so yeah. it's really difficult for me at this point to just kind of shit on this team um, with everything that's was, that's been happening this it season. Was an, it was also a narrow loss, let's remember. Yeah, that, absolutely. It did really well. I, I thought, I, I was just, I was going to say that, that, you know, with all that being said, San Jose had just to fight not, yeah. and claw back. I mean, you know, granted. Oh, yeah, they were fighting like crazy. San Jose was was, was really, really make, making an effort. And, and one thing that I that I mentioned to Lewis earlier was that when Shea Salinas came on the on the pitch, uh, that's when the tide started to shift for San Jose. Uh, he started getting really involved in the attack and started causing problems for the Galaxy. Um, he wasn't directly involved with the first with the first goal uh, that happened after a flurry in front of San Jose's box. I think he I think he did um, uh, during that flurry. Uh, I think McBean's cross. It was a pretty dangerous cross. I think Salinas was the one who kind of like crossed it or got enough on it to just kind of uh, clear the danger, make sure no uh, no other Galaxy player was able to get to it and put it in the back of the net. Um, and then 
few seconds later, you have Bingham with the uh, with the really good save on the the Romney header, and then uh, yeah. once Bingham grabs that ball, kicks it to Wando. I mean, from one end to the other. Yeah, it's just and, like an, an unconventional counterattack, but quick, man. you know, uh, Jamie Villarreal makes a makes kind of a rookie mistake and lets Wando turn him. Um, yeah. Gets a little bit of deflection, but I don't think Diop had a chance at that, at that ball. No. Um, well, actually, now that I brought Diop up, let me ask you guys about Diop. How do you feel like he bounced? Did he did he bounce back in this game? Um, did he continue his shakiness? Did were you guys okay with him uh, heading a ball out while he was on the ground? <laughs> I don't well, even know how to uh, how to rate this guy right now. Um, he, um, he he didn't let in a howler. Um, he also had zero saves in the game. So I mean, I, I really don't know yeah, well, what to there say. Was, there was there there was less work for him in this game than the last. So let's just remember that. Number two, he still continued to make dumb mistakes like using his head. Um, it, uh, right at the, the 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 edge of the box, which was so fucking stupid. Anyways, um, it's just a lot. I mean, he did take he did have a couple good saves, but um, he's he still has a lot to learn, and he's but he's our keeper right no, now. Z- I mean, what what zero saves? He had zero saves on the zero game. Zero saves. Zero. Oh, okay. Nothing. No, no. Yeah. So, okay. like I say, I really can't gauge. I really can't gauge well, what what happened. I mean, is, is it like if if it would have came to him, would he have tried to you know? tip it to, you know, a San Jose player? Would he have learned his lesson and try to catch it? And, you know, well, I really can't, I can't tell. Uh, it's not in this game. Fourth of July game is coming up. We're, we're hearing the fireworks happening in the background. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are the, what are the, I guess we have to make a side bet in, uh, in balls and beers to see whether or not uh, Diop is going to attempt a scorpion kick, uh, say, goal clearance. <laughs> oh my God, please no. At this point, honestly, what do you got to lose, dude? What do you got to lose? Got just to do it. it. Just do no. it. If you're listening to this, Diop, no. <laughs> no. Go. I just see him missing it. Goes no. You, you know what I see? I see him getting it clearly, but it hits the top post, hitting him in the back of the head, and then going in. That's what I see. And you, know, and you guys know that's exactly how the way it would happen, too. Oh my god. Poor guy. Oh, Poor man. guy. Poor guy. Yeah, it'll be a Ramondo clearance. He'll 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 try to scorpion it, kick it out, and then it'll hit the post, hit the back of his head, and it'll go in. Oh. That's it, guys. Lock it up. Lock lock up that RSL game. Uh, all right. Well yeah. make sure you listen to balls and beers this week because we'll be talking about our confidence in that game. Yeah. yeah. I think you I don't know, we'll see if we even surprise each other about this. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not sure if there's too much to talk about San Jose game. I don't, I'm not, you know, at least there's not much coming from me. Um, as again, we, again, a lot of a lot of fans just really, really not knowing where to put their anger. They're they're yelling at the <laughs> ref. They're yelling at the team. They're yeah, I mean, they're yelling all over the place. All over. I mean, that's Twitter, right? Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I think Lewis Lewis puts a good spin on this. Look, you know, look at look at the you know, have some perspective. Um, yes, this is this is the <laughs> Galaxy front office's own doing. Uh, yes, LA Galaxy fans don't deserve this. Um, yes, the Galaxy should be doing better than they are. 
But this this is what it is. This is what being a supporter is about. This is what this is why you're a fan of this team, uh, or of any team for that matter. And I'm I feel like Lewis is just transferring his thoughts into my head right now as I, as I'm saying these things because these are things that he has harped about in the past. Um, you're there. You're there to support the team. You're not there to to uh, bask in the glory of when they do well and shun the team when they lose. So. All we can do at this point is support the team, get out there. Fourth uh, of July, it's always a fun game, or it's always a fun atmosphere. It's uh, you know a lot of fireworks, uh, literally and probably on the field. Um, <laughs> you will be there. All three of us will be there. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be there. We're Yay. gonna be supporting our team. We're we're hoping for a win. I, I think that we're not playing badly. That 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 stretch where um, you know leading up to the Chicago game, uh, where we were just okay, what's going on? Something needs to change. Well, you know, um, now all of a sudden they're looking a lot more competitive. They're looking a lot more, um, you know, in, in sync with each other, but with the injuries. But also more depleted. Much right, more exactly. Depleted I now. mean, <laughs> it, it hasn't stopped. The injuries keep coming. Um, you know, the, the call-ups. It, it's just, uh, it's. I, I've never seen this. I, I've never seen a, a, a professional no, team address is... only 16 players. And um, I don't think anyone could have uh, uh, foreseen this. Uh, the front office, you, you can get, you know, uh, other, uh, you can get depth. But when you have 12 players out and you're still only dressing, you know, 16 players, I mean, you're going to suffer. I, yeah. I don't care who you go out there and get. You're not going to get, you know, 11 starters and then have 11 players on the bench that can start in any other team as well and just, you know, bring them in there. That It's not going to happen in this league. So, well, by the time. Well, at least. At least the, the one thing we do have um, to be positive for is this upcoming game uh, where our depleted, pretty good team is playing the worst team in MLS, <laughs> RSL. So you think we're going to get something out of that? I mean, we'll see. We'll talk the, about balls and beers. But the worst I, team coming off a win, I believe. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, they're not. Wait, no. no they're not. I'm sorry. No. That was That was your dumbass prediction. <laughs> Before what that, I was, what I was gonna say about the LA Galaxy is that uh, you know everybody sees that car on the freeway that's got like the tie wraps holding the bumper on, and they're and and they're the they're they're riding they're driving on like the donut the little tire, and the check engine uh-huh. light is probably on, but like they're going cross country. Oh man! Like that's that's the LA Galaxy right now, right? <laughs> they've got the donut. I support the Galaxy, but I would never get in that car. <laughs> I would never get in that car. Uh, I, uh, I, I just feel well, that you have to, uh, you know, when, when the team is down and they're going through as much as they are, uh, through no fault of their own, this is the time where you got to pick the team up and show the support and not kick them while they're still down. There's there's a time and a place. Um, but yeah, it, there's a there's and there's different reasons to right. do that, and I don't think there's there's a good enough reason to be kicking them and hating on them right now. Yeah, um, but that's our perspective. Man, uh, man. <laughs> This is where we are. Probably last night, if we would have recorded last night, we would have been kicking. Would have been the front people in the front kicking. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. Of, no, little I, was, bit I was. I was. I was. I wasn't mad at our team. I wasn't mad at our team at losing that. Yeah, game. you're, you're uh, mad at just, what happened. You, you're I'm mad, mad at, at the ref. Happened. Yeah, I'm it mad, definitely hurt team. Um, well, guys, uh, it, as of today, this is Sunday. Uh, we will be reconvening again next Sunday, but it will be a very special show. Bobby, tell them why. 
We're having the Super Pod. Super Pod Dos or Super Pod 2 or what? I don't know. Deuce? Deuce? Part Deuce? Part Deuce? Part Deuce. There we part go. Deuce. That's part the Deuce. one. I think Super Pod Deuce. Deuce. Yeah, uh, Deuce. In, in, in honor of uh, <laughs> Alessandrini. Uh, we will be joined by the, the Riot Squad cast and by Josh Guessman himself uh, from Corner of the Galaxy. Ooh, I hear he's dreamy. <laughs> did you know he's a pilot? He did not land that. Uh, oh, wow. he, he was not at the helm of that uh, plane that landed on the 405 the other day. Thank, thankfully. Oh, that's good. Thankfully for Josh. Yeah, Although good. those people did uh, were okay. Um, yeah. Or I, I should say they, they lived. But... Uh, <laughs> getting why back, I don't know why we went off on this tangent. <laughs> why I went off on this tangent? I'm sorry. Uh, getting back to that, next week we will be hosting the Super Pod. So this will be uh, primarily an Eliezer House show. Last time we made it a Corner of the Galaxy esque show. Yep. So Josh, if you're listening, you can curse in this podcast yes, you if you feel if you uh, feel like you need to. Uh, I know uh, Tucker and Ed will probably uh, will probably someone will put a gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pomona. It's Pomona. <laughs> Still L.A. County. Um, but we'll be we'll be hanging out, and uh, we've we've uh, we're we're really excited about this, and uh, we hope to make it a good show for all of you Galaxy fans out there. Yep. So, hey Dave. Yo, oh wait, go, go. go ahead, Lewis. Go ahead, Lucy. You were gonna say something? No. Hey, Dave. I just want to ask because we didn't we didn't mention it. I know you're gonna, we're moving towards MLS recap, right? We are. Okay. Uh, really quick about the USA Ghana. How'd you like the new kit? Oh, the new kit. I, I found it interesting that we debuted a kit with white stars on the shoulders against the black stars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's very Barcelona esque. Uh, I I wasn't crazy about it when I saw the pictures uh, or the leaked pictures. Uh, the stars on the shoulder kind of turned me off a little bit, but then I started seeing close-ups during the game, and I noticed the 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 stars within the blue stripe, and I think that sold me. Oh, I didn't yeah. even notice oh, that. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, notice that. that. I think that okay. sold me. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to buy. It. I'm gonna have to drop 150 dollars on this, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> when they revealed it, when they took it off on the pitch, and they took the, their jackets off. I mean, um, I was like, oh, uh, all right, we'll see. And then, but throughout the game, I was like, they grow I'm, on you. I'm like, I'm liking this. Like game. most of the I'm, U.S. I'm, I'm jerseys, they eventually just <laughs> grow on you because it's. Well, yeah. I thought the popsicle kit was hideous, but it grew on me because, you know, I still World wouldn't Cup. wear it. World Cup. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't buy that jersey, but it grew on me. But it was it grew on me too. Yeah, yeah. I think the last uh, the last jersey that I bought. Um, was the well? I think the Centennial one was probably the one that I that I have. I love that jersey. It's so Soul simple, favorite, but, yeah. I, but but I love it. And then the uh, the two thousand the two thousand ten uh, World Cup jersey where that the white the, sash the with the white sash that uh, that kind of had the the homage to the nineteen fifty team. I believe it was um, that was probably the last U.S. jersey I bought. So uh, I think I might have to pop. Uh, hundred fifty dollars as well <laughs> for uh, for this jersey. So, yeah, I'll get it customized for you, Louis. Uh, I'll put Zardes right on the back of it for you. Oh. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. In other news, I, I I here. have a Zardes U.S. jersey <laughs> I'm selling. You don't have it. You yet. don't. Yeah, you don't have it. Yet. <laughs> uh, plus, nobody's gonna buy it. Much like much like the uh, player himself. 
all right. <laughs> With that, let's move on to MLS recap week 18. Yay. Uh, here we go. So another terrible, terrible week for me. I don't know about you guys, but uh, my balls and beers I, is going to be painful. We'll get that um, in balls and beers. Don't worry. So uh, let's start off with NYCFC versus Minnesota United. Ninth minute, Miguel Barra takes a strike from distance. Uh, Johansson uh, saves it, but then Christian Ramirez is there to put the ball away for Minnesota. and Things are going to look be looking good. But then in the 38th minute, NYCFC equalizes through Callens. And then uh, second half, 52nd minute, Jack Harrison uh, makes a late run at the back post to give NYCFC the lead. And in the, the third goal would come when David Villa weaves his way through the box and puts it past Shuttleworth and NYCFC get the win 3-1. to one. Yeah, that was a nice goal. That was a nice goal. Yeah. Well. Uh, next up is RSL versus Orlando. I had RSL thinking, uh, you know, Bobby's philosophy, Ramondo's back, so maybe they'll win. But in the 17th minute, Kakao whips a teasing ball into the box. Aha heads the ball onto the post and, uh, and out. And Will Johnston, Will Johnson is there to put the rebound away. In the, sixth, in the 63rd minute, Silva took a shot and uh, Bendik had to react quick. To come out and kill the attack, but uh, he keeps his clean sheet. RSL drop one at home to Orlando. It's funny how you say that you did you you went you went with my philosophy, although <laughs> I went with Orlando on this one. Yeah, I was gonna make the same point. Like I agree with Bobby. No, you didn't. You bet right. on Orlando. <laughs> next up, next up is Montreal versus DC. Montreal with the two zero win. In the 10, 21st minute, Desmali with a screamer as no one closed him down. So he was like, okay, I'll take it. And, uh, and <laughs> gets the opening goal for Montreal. DC, uh, uh, oh, one minute la- two minutes later, Chris Duval sneaks past his defender to get on the end of a chip pass from who? Desmali again. And, uh, and that's their second goal of the match. In the 60th minute, Dominic Oduro has a chance to make it 3-0, but then he remembers... Oh, wait a minute, I'm Dominic Oduro, and he misses badly. Uh, 79th minute, Acosta... That's probably why he missed, because he was thinking about it. He was like, oh yeah, <laughs> He's thinking about his Papa John's pizza. <laughs> uh, 79th minute, Acosta makes a beautiful individual play. He weaves in and out of defenders, takes a shot, but it's off the post, and Montreal win this one 2-0. Uh, DC. DC. So bad. <laughs> Next up, Chicago, <laughs> so Vancouver. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14th minute, Nikolic is uh, fed by Polster. Deep, deep. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, in the 14th minute, Nicholas gets a deep dish pass from Polster. <laughs> And he is waiting there in the box. Uh, three minutes later, Nikolic again. And then in the 26th minute, Arturo Alvarez makes a beautiful volley to make it 3-0. Bobby, you happy about that? Arturo Alvarez, I know your brother is. All about that Salvadorian <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in yeah. the 59th minute, Juni sends a, a free kick goal bound, and Osted sticks up his big paw to stop it. That was a pretty incredible save by Osted. Uh, 64th minute, Osted comes off his line to clear the ball, only gets as far as Delu, and, and uh, the rebound 
is or the the shot. Delu takes a shot and uh, and that is goal bound and Kepelhoff is there to save it off the line. In the 84th minute, Delu makes it 4-0 to finish off. Uh, and Chicago move into first place and lead in the Supporter Shield race. Yep. Yep. I was just looking at that today. I was like, holy shit, Chicago. Yeah, man. man. Good for them. Hell yeah. They, they earned it. They earned it. Shout out to Tyler Dunn. Congratulations, <laughs> buddy. Um, <laughs> all right. Next up is... Dallas versus Toronto. So this one was a bit of a shock to me. Uh, Dallas yeah. has been in poor form, but not in this game. Fifth minute, long ball from the back to Maxi Rudy, and he lays it off, and the goalie looks like he's going to get there, but then Lama comes streaking in and pokes it home. 20th minute, Lama again up the right side, uh, runs onto a perfect through ball and makes it 2-0. In the 56th minute, Jovinko trying to find someone, but he likes to hit one across the face of goal. The ball takes a deflection, and Delgado is there to put it away. 77th minute, 77th minute, Rudy gets sprung and blasts one past Jesse Gonzalez. Rudy, what a goal that was. Uh, Dallas wins this one 3-1. to one. I think it's funny that last week David said that he thought that Dallas <laughs> was going to have a statement game against Toronto, but as a, as a draw? <laughs> and they come out and make a statement, but David shocked. <laughs> well, Dallas... Dallas, yeah, yeah, I know. It's well, because Dallas is such a see- seesaw lately. Like they're they're great, and then they really suck, and then they're great, and then they really suck. They've been kind of well, like that for, for the last, past what, what month, m- month and months? a half. They've only beaten RSL twice, and have not been able to come up with a win uh, outside of RSL. And they ended up doing it at at the time was the uh, support shield first place team, uh, but because of yeah. this loss. Toronto. Chicago moves up, but uh, still, you're thinking that this is one of the teams that would probably be fighting for MLS Cup this mm-hmm. this season. And yeah. we and we had said that Dallas and Toronto would be. I still think they will. Yeah, be, like that, that that was a an early MLS Cup uh, uh, favorite to, to happen, where you have Dallas versus uh, Toronto here. And but um, Dallas is playing possum a little bit, maybe, and is going to warm up once the All Star after the All Star break, which is the time you want to start maybe. heating up, right? Well, you really can't sleep on Dallas. Uh, I mean, if, if you're saying that this that yeah. this team is dead and they're garbage now, no, I mean, no. yeah, you haven't really been paying attention. But uh, <laughs> there's no reason why this team shouldn't be winning the West. Period. They have enough talent uh, to do so. They're they've hit quite a rut, but there you go. Just they be built, the best best team in the East. They built up enough, uh, an, I think, enough um, equity to to be able to have that rut and then still maintain a good standing. So <laughs> uh, next up is Sporting Kansas City versus Portland. 26 minute Diego Valeri hits a cracker again, just like this Molly, no one steps up to, to pressure Valeri. And so he takes his goal. Uh, and then in the 60th minute Sporting Kansas City, debutante Sloy brings down Roger Espinosa's pass and scores in the 73rd minute. 73rd minute, Adi goes down for a penalty kick. It's questionable, and the ball does not lie. Tim Melia psychs out Valeri and blocks the penalty kick. This one ends 1-1. Next up is Columbus versus Atlanta. I thought you guys would have something about that. Uh, Next up is Columbus versus Atlanta. 
Do you uh, want to say something about that? Col- do you want to say something about that? Um, I don't know. It's All right. Columbus crazy. versus Atlanta. Uh, oh, Columbus goodness. wins. Sorry. Atlanta wins. 2-0. Uh, 12th minute. Almiron makes uh, like a 50-yard dribble. Uh, hits the post and then uh, and goes out in the 27th minute. Defensive miscue allows Vialba to run onto a ball and score for Atlanta. And then in the 64th minute, a ball into the box gets cleared out, but only as far as Amiron. He sends it back into the middle. Martinez isn't able to get a head on it, but it falls to Vialba and he is there to knock it in. Uh, he, he, he looked like he cramped up right after he scored this goal because he, he went down and like grabbed his toe as he was stretching it i thought it was a weird like splits celebration <laughs> but uh but apparently he cramped up on that so uh atlanta get the win 2-0 i think it's funny you're like i've never seen that one before <laughs> uh so david uh, have talked just said about uh, dallas that they build enough equity where they can have a run and still be within the hunt well atlanta just a few weeks ago we're talking about have you guys noticed that they're currently not in the playoffs, and the record is not showing what we think they've been playing at. Well, since then, Atlanta's number yeah, seven in up. the Supporters' Shield, three points behind fourth place. So, you know, welcome to MLS. <laughs> MLS, guys, they're, MLS. Yeah, they're, they're, in the, they're fifth in the East. So, uh, All right, next up is Colorado versus Houston. Uh, 21st minute, Kevin Doyle puts the home side up 1-0. In the 47th minute, Tim Howard makes a diving save to keep Houston off the score sheet. But then a minute later, Kubo Torres ties it all up just before the half. But then in the 48th minute, a through ball for Dominic Baji. Uh, keeper comes out to challenge, but Baji gets a touch to it to get around him and then uh, sends it across for Harrison to finish at the back post. In the 69th minute, Baji and Doyle. Do all the work, free up Harrison, and he sends a chip shot for Colorado's third goal of the night. They get the win, three to one over Houston. I know Houston's a bad road team, and uh, you know if it wasn't for last second heroics on our part, we would have lost uh, to Houston at home. But uh, I had mentioned before, Colorado had a, a four-game winning streak going into uh, going into the the Galaxy game. Um, we disrupted that. We won three to one, and here they are beating Houston three to one. Makes our uh, our victory a little better, considering the fact you know again a very depleted lineup um, makes our uh, win against them a lot more impressive. But go back one game where they're playing against Houston, and you're like, what just happened? It, it, <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it, it's just weird how uh, you know you can just well, yeah you can just analyze it that way. <laughs> like okay. But good for Colorado. Uh, last game of the weekend is Philadelphia versus New England. Uh, Philly back to their winning ways, and New England is back to being iffy. Second minute, Sapong sends a cross into the box for Penso, uh, but he has his or uh, Penso has his hand out and gets called for a, a penalty kick. So apparently in MLS this weekend they were calling penalty kicks for handballs in the box. Um, Sapong buries the penalty. Uh, 48th minute, Asinio uh, meets a ball as it's bouncing and sends it far post. Uh, nice little goal there. 78th minute, Alberg's first touch of the game, and it's a golazo and a nail in the coffin for New England. Philadelphia win 3-0. They probably could have won 5-0, uh, 
but there it is. That's MLS for this week. New England is now currently in 10th place, only in front of DC United in the Eastern Conference. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what to make of it because I think New England <laughs> was probably around hovering in the last spot uh, of the playoffs. Uh, the, the last time I had even mentioned yeah. about New England's play, and all of a sudden they're they could yeah. you know they're only two points off of uh, last place. It's crazy how everything's shifting. The board is shifting like crazy well, right now. This is MLS. So. This is uh, this is the point of the season though when all the when all the dice uh, get put back into the cup and and uh, somebody just shakes the shit out of that cup and, <laughs> and rolls them. This is true. So this is uh, this is the time when DC United and uh, Real Salt Lake start making their MLS Cup runs. <laughs> All right, guys. Do you guys have any, have any last things to say before we close the pod? I think we're good. I think so. We'll see uh, you guys at, see you at, at the, the Super Pod. Yeah. Or the Super Pod. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house, episode 77. This is David and Lewis and me saying goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you guys next week. All right, guys, make sure you listen to Balls and Beers in our, in our overtime penalty shows. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.